Welcome back to another episode of Lunches and Legos. We're going out. Uh, it's about time we did a little spin-off episode, am I right? Hey, Mom, what can you say to this? I'm so excited to take on the spin-off of Lunching and Lattes with you, Isaac. So, who are you? Who well, are we? I am the Lego from the Lunches and Legos. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have our latte here today. So just lunches and Legos. Legos. So I'm Candace and I'm Isaac. And Isaac is my first son. And we thought it would be fun because Isaac's really all about fun to do a mother son podcast. And what are some things that we want to accomplish when we take on this new venture of podcasting together? Just some good conversation fun excitement you know just good vibes all around okay so and why lunching and legos why did you choose legos as your your name well i think if you think about a lego brick itself there's endless possibilities you can go you can either build a building or you can build a rocket ship or a spaceship and i think that's what i want to be a lego piece a billion different possibilities of things I can be and turn into. And yeah, I just can't complain. Lego's fun to play with as well. <laughs> yeah, and we've actually had a bit of a Lego journey uh, yeah. just recently. Uh, recently, Isaac and I have been collecting um, the series. Lego minifigures series 23, I believe. And we just we finally just completed the set, so we're pretty excited about that. Very excited. So, what are some things that you feel like as a young twenty-something, uh, almost twenty-something, to be exact? <laughs> would you know? Would you like to share in these podcasts? Well, I guess I have. I feel like as a nineteen-year-old going on to twenty, I have picked up somewhat. A decent amount of wisdom to share to the younger generation you know as i'm leaving my teenage years behind me and starting my 20s i guess i get uh, i'd like to say i had a, a good teenage era so just embark on some wisdom for the people your top three things oh okay so my top three things to do things not to do and things I wish I would have done. Oh, good one. So, I yeah, so we get to talk about, you know, touch on those things every podcast. Yeah. All right. So what's, the, <laughs> so what's the first thing that you want to touch on in terms of things that you did? I did not go to class a lot. And in hindsight, I think I would have gone just a little more. Just so the teachers could see my face a little more. Or I would have joined a couple more clubs instead of just leaving school right away. Yeah. So you're kind of just missing your high school years? Not missing. I just feel like I'm very reminiscent right now. Seeing uh, my younger brother getting to grade nine. Thinking about the things I did when I was his age his age yeah well what are some things that you would tell grade nine somebody going into grade nine right now i would say the coolest thing you can do when you get to high school 
is literally be yourself. But that's kind of hard, you know, because in high school, like, you're not really sure who you are. Or would you say you you do know? Well, yeah, I know it sounds like a cliche just to be yourself. But some people, like I know, for example, Zachary, he is relatively sure of himself. So in the event that he's still looking to find who he is, just keep 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 being authentic keep being his true authentic self to find who he is down the line and even a little faster well who would who do you think your authentic self was in grade nine i i i think zachary had a has a better grasp on who he is and i think i just kind of went into high school was trying to reinvent myself trying to figure out what i could be rather than thinking about who i am now yeah and I think I turned out okay. Well, can you think of some of the things that you had going for you going into high school? Um, I was charming. I was funny. I was humble. The teachers liked me. You you used to run your own business too. Yeah. I used to run my own business. Uh, I was really interested in the table tennis team at the time. Yeah. And I guess um, the teachers are all waiting for me because they heard from Michaela, the latte, about me before <laughs> I got to high school. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that was good, but I definitely tried to uh, spread my wings on my own a little bit without the help of anyone, really. Try to, like, pave my own path. Well, I think that grade nine is, you know, definitely a scary thing for a lot of kids, like leaving your, you know, comfort zone of little elementary school and now going into a school where, for you guys, you didn't know anybody you get, you know, and I think that's what Zachary likes about high school right now is that he got to reinvent himself. I also liked being the f- being the only person I knew at high school. Yeah. Just because it just gave you so much more things to do and so many more people to meet because everyone you meet in high school is a new person to you if you don't know anyone. Yeah, whereas a lot of those other kids were coming from the feeder school, so they already had a group of friends. Yeah, so, and you so kind when, of when you met one net. when you met one friend, you kind of met like their friends, which was like ten other friends. And as long as you're open and you're smiling and you are relatively a good person, it's not hard to make new friends in high school because everyone's in the same boat as you, just trying yeah. to fit in and make friends. You know, eyes, and I'm going to say that's one of your superpowers is really making friends and being good with people and. You know, I've seen it time and time again, and I think that's one of the things that, you know, got you to where you are today. Yeah, I'd I'd like to think that over the years I've refined and polished my ability to build relationships and meet new people. Because I do think it's important because everywhere you go, there's going to be people you don't know. Yeah. And I think that's a big thing you do learn in high school that's not found in the textbooks that... Being able to conversate with other people is a really big skill that you develop in high school if you really take it on. Well, you were also doing other things before high school that really supported that skill of being good with people. Like what? Like when you ran your own business. Oh, yes. Which you technically still do. And I think I was just overall very happy to engage with new people and see new insights 
Yeah, that's definitely your personality. And just to, you know, touch on your business, which was, which is um, a flying copter. So it's a toy that called Canada Copters that you and your siblings sell. And when you guys are in downtown Toronto, you're meeting lots of different types of people. And you are literally making conversation with strangers. And getting them to buy things. So I'm not only creating relationships, I'm also selling to them as well. Yeah, and you know, the nice thing about that too was, you know, 10% of all the profit went to Toronto's homeless. And we had an opportunity to support a homeless person, get housing, and, you know, you never know where that would go. (laughs) Yeah, that was a really cool thing to see at a little young age. To see the one thing that I started could also affect and help other people that I wouldn't even think of. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, another fun thing about our Lego um, interest is the time we met that Lego wizard and yes. you totally connected with him and he was able to impart so much knowledge and just sheer wisdom that we had no idea existed in the Lego world. Yeah, so just a little backstory. We go to Mastermind Toys to buy the singular packs of the minifigures for the series and we only had two more left and we went to go find them. So you normally have to feel out the package to see which one's in the... I wonder if any of the viewers it. know about feeling the package. I like, think um, our lunch and Lego viewers would, but I don't know about the latte viewers. Well, I, I'm curious, and maybe you know you should do a poll, Isaac. How many people actually feel Lego? What would that be? The mini Lego figures. mini figures. Because yeah, I, we'll do a poll. Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing. You know, the lady at um, Mastermind Toys, she said to me, "Did you want to feel them?" I'm like, "Why would I do that?" But there's a whole art to it, right? Yeah. So anyway, back to Patrick. <laughs> he comes up to us and says, you're not going to find the knight because it's really rare. Everyone's trying to find it. People are picking at the boxes and already taking them out, buying them in bulk. And so it kind of discouraged us for a little bit until he kind of explained to us that he has every single Lego. Yeah. He's been doing this for years. And he basically helped us find this night that we are looking for this super rare lego minifigure just based on feel because he's been doing it for so long and i guess that kind of ties into what i learned in high school of just being able to connect with people and being able to hold a conversation and keep it going yes because when i first saw him and he came up to us and he's like you're never gonna find it i was like who are you and i honestly at that point i was like eyes let's get out of here let's grab my one you weren't very nice it's that, it wasn't that I was not nice. I just, I was complete at that point. It's like, why would you say that to us? Don't you know we're looking for our figure? That's really discouraging. Yeah, but at the end of the day, we did find it with the help of this magical stranger. <laughs> so I think the, the story is that, well, not the story. Well, what's the word? Like lesson the lesson yes the lesson from that story is just to be open to everyone you see yeah even if they have three eyebrow piercings and uh and a little bead in their beard That's they could true. really be helpful it's true and you don't know you don't you don't know someone's heart and he was so willing to help us he literally so went willing. through all the boxes 
and he you know felt them all squeezed them all and was able to find us the wolf and the knight which at least like 70 packs yeah and we were so excited when we actually opened it up and it was the wolf and the and the um the knight he was indeed a wizard he was i remember he was selling them he he has thousands in packets and he has a locker store he's a storage unit just to love legos i didn't even think i've never met someone so committed to legos and Other he than knew so um, much. Latte's boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know how committed he is. Like, I mean, he just has his like in a big old Tupperware bin. Whereas, you know, Patrick has his like, you know, labeled and he sells them and he has rare figures and that's a whole other dimension. And duplicates for himself. Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder why people like Lego that much. Well, I remember having Legos as a child and it was really like a time to be creative. Like we just had, you know, certainly not as many as is out there today or like that you guys have. And we could just make whatever we want. We would make a house. And I remember asking my brother, hey, do you have like a two block or I need a red six block? And, you know, oh, the house you were building had shutters and then we just got to really build whatever we wanted and tech and all we would always build a house now that i think about it and it had a roof it had shingles and we were so happy like so proud of the things that we created and i think it's just a way to be creative today well if you look at how legos evolved like there's like guitars you can build now yeah or like lilies yeah like lego flowers and even like the taj mahal i saw the other day speaking of lilies are you dating? Yes, I am dating. I have a lovely girlfriend named Lily. <laughs> if she was a flower, I'd pick her. Lily, wow. if you're re- listening, text me. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, she is really great. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say. Well, I'm sure we can do a podcast um, on that uh, in another episode. Dating's a weird thing. Why? I don't know. Like... Just the way it starts, like, you meet a stranger, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you're, like, talking to them every day. And then what's next? Like, you know, you bring them to family functions, and then if you really think back a couple months ago, wasn't that just some random person you met at, like, a party or at a coffee shop? Yeah. And I guess that's just the power of relationships and the power of conversation. You never know who's going to be part of your life if you walk across the street that's true what about you are you dating i am i am um, i'm in a constant dating relationship marriage with my husband of 23 years wow and every date (laughs) and every date feels like the first date (laughs) big horn to that shout out my dad yeah 27 you, years yeah and you know 23 23 part of me um and you know as you're a lot like him like you know you have uh, a lot you have a big personality you know you're like the little lego to the big lego and you know honestly the latte she's she's actually a mini lunch <laughs> right like and that's the that's the thing when you guys were born you know you you were both so much like both daddy and i and it's so great to see. See, that's the crazy part. You and dad started off as strangers in the Philippines. Yeah. And now you have a couple of 
critters running around. We actually, there's actually five of you. You are the first two. You tend to always forget that there's others. Oh, yes. <laughs> the other lunches and the other lattes. Yeah. Well, you know, I know that Ella wants to get on a, in on a podcast soon. Yes, Ella, my youngest sister. <laughs> the youngest, the s- extra small latte. Yeah, and she has, she's so much like each each one of you, and that's the other thrill. She's going to be a... She's going to be a handful in high school. I can already tell. Well, good thing she has you. She is totally her own person. Has all the skills of someone who's been through it already. And she's not afraid to take a couple punches. Well, and I remember one year when you had a party here. Or somebody had a party and we could not find Ella. And I looked everywhere and I remember saying to Ella, Do not go downstairs, Ella. It's a party for only the big kids couldn't find her anywhere and she was do you remember where she was on the roof she was on the roof because isaac's window um conveniently does not have a mesh and a screen on it and isaac and i found ella on the roof with his two friends so let's translate that a little bit ella has been to a high school party (laughs) at seven years old and she's nowhere close to entering high school yet well She's more than capable of handling herself well, when and she's, she's actually totally there. comes in clutch for you guys because she's like the cutest little sister who hangs out with your girlfriends, hangs out with your friends, and if you ever need her for something, she is on it. Totally. When I need a break from <laughs> whatever, she is totally there to step in and help me out. Yeah, and she's so uh, loving towards your um your friends. All my friends. Yeah. And I think a lot of your friends um, come from relatively small families. So it's just probably they all have one brother, one sister. And when they come over here, they have like a whole host of other siblings. And so Ella was always that little one that they got to to be with. Well, I think our house is always a culture shock for a lot of people. Just because there's always so much going on. There's always something happening downstairs. Yes. And they just kind of feel like they're just coming over to see me. But little do they know they're coming to see whatever's going on in the house. I think they know what they're coming, they're getting themselves into when they come here. Not for their first time, but I think when they get used to it, they'll want to come for everything. And they come back for more. Remember we had Friendsgiving one year? Friendsgiving was definitely a moment. Yeah. Right? And and you know what surprised me about that, Isaac? So we had Thanksgiving dinner for Isaac's friends. Or for... Was it just your friends or was it Mikhail's friends? Both. Too? Right. So we had like four extra people at our, you know, added to our Thanksgiving dinner. So seven plus four. And one guy even like showered and bought a new shirt to come over. Yes. And I think he showered at our house too. No. He <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't and, be surprised. And he got dressed up to come over for dinner. And, uh, you know, and then when... Another time we got together, remember we used to have sushi nights? Yes, back and, in lockdown. And we had sushi nights together. And then another year we did the pumpkin um, decorating contest. So we had friends come over and they did that. And I think it's just, I think that people enjoy big families because they literally get lost in the mess of it here, it all here. I don't mean to name drop, but back in... In the COVID days, my friend Isa, Isa, if you're listening, text me. (laughs) He comes from a family of three. So just him, his parents, 
his cat, and him. And I guess during lockdown, we went to 7-Eleven. Yes. And it was $1 slushies for an egg... One dollar for an extra large slushie. So, you know we couldn't have just gotten two. We had to get two. We had to get one for us and then one for everyone in the house. Yes. And I don't think I've ever seen a slushie that big. And do you remember I thought I said, come on out. This is is bigger than Ella's head. And mind you, it was three in the morning when we came home with like 11 slushies. Well, that was also around the time when we would do the family dominoes. Yes. And the time that we actually bought a deep fryer looking for an air fryer. Daddy came home with a deep fryer. So we started having all these, you know, French fries and chicken wings with dominoes. And it was just like a a feast. Lockdown didn't really feel real for me. Felt like uh, just a moment in time. Like, I I don't think it was real. Well, it was really an opportunity to be together for an extended period of time, too, right? Totally. And I think now that we're kind of out of that and we're coming up with Thanksgiving and we're going to have our first Thanksgiving with the extended family for the first time in a long time. Yes. I think the best way to end off this podcast is to say what we're thankful for before Thanksgiving embarks on us. <laughs> that is a turkey sound. So, what are you thankful for? I'm thankful for good health, my friends, my family, my girlfriend, my cats, and just the ability to be able to chill out in September and just be ready for the month that come. Yes. Well, I... (laughs) I'm thankful for you, Isaac, that of all the things you could be doing tonight on a Friday night at, you know, 10 o'clock, 1040, you are here with me talking about life. So I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for my family. Just all just every day learning something new. Oh, today I went to a spin class. So I'm grateful for that because it seemed to like have broken the seal on you know, going back to the gym. Can't wait to talk about that in our next podcast. Yes. And um, I was going to say something else about Thanksgiving. It's gone now. Lockdown Thanksgiving. Anyways, it's gone. So lots of things to be thankful for. Um, eyes, uh, if you're open, we can wrap up this, our first podcast together and um, jump back in, uh, you know, in the next few days. Yeah, well, this was a great start. And I can't wait to hop back on again. Thank you. Later, guys. Bye.